We're just uh, sharing a mic at the moment because there are other ones uh, gone on the blink. So. Uh at home. Now, I just want you to think for a minute and tell me, when I say the word home, home, what do you associate with the word home? What words come to mind when I say home? Roof over your head? Yeah. Sanctuary? You lazy boy? <laughs> That's not your husband, is it? <laughs> no, you mean the chair, yeah. <laughs> He's not lazy. <laughs> so... Um, what else? What, what words come to mind? Because home's an evocative sort of word, isn't it? Family. Yep. What else? Safety. Yep. What's that? Love. Okay. Lots of words that we associate uh, with the word home. And I want to talk about home today. Uh, this is the kids' uh, draw. My parents lived in the same house for uh, over 50 years. Um, this is a family home. It was there, it's disappeared. Pete, has it been demolished? <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> it's disappeared. Oh, there it is, yeah, in uh, Centre Street. So, um, uh, Roy Jackson actually um, built that home. Um, I uh, left home at 18, uh, but normally once a year, at least once a year, I'd return home. I, I was up in Auckland uh, and then overseas. But only uh, once a year I'd, I'd come home, normally at Christmas time, but uh, sometime uh, during the year. And one of the first things I'd do when I return home is I'd wander around the place. And, you know, maybe some things had changed. Um, you know, maybe there'd been a room being painted or maybe the garden had been altered a little bit. But it was also very familiar. You know, I'd go into my room and it was still there and there'd be some old toys still in the cupboard and the Lego still there and I'd wander down to the basement and Dad would be working on something down there and have a look at what machines he had uh, new. I'd go out to the garden and see, hello. You want to draw your picture? Um, I'd go and have a look in the garden and, and see what Mum had been doing there. It's to draw. You can draw. Okay? You get... There we are. They're over there. There we are. Um, I'd go out into the garden and, and wander around and have a look in the door where, you know, um, Mum had measured us over the years. And, uh, you know, when I got seriously depressed when I was about 20, um, I, I came home. I was in Auckland, but I came home. Why? Because home's a safe place. Home's a place where you can go when you're sick. Uh, when you're struggling. I read um, a profound statement this week, and I want to read it to you slowly um, a couple of times. We can spend much of our lives remembering the home we grew up in that shaped us and searching for the home that we dream of. We can spend much of our lives remembering the home that we grew up in that shaped us and much of our lives searching for the home that we dream of. As we get older, you know, uh, we, we recognise that our home uh, wasn't perfect. Uh, we recognise there are 
influences of, of both good and, and maybe not so good uh, from our childhood. We recognize that. And, and we, uh, as we get older, begin to come to terms with that. And maybe for some of you, your home uh, wasn't that good at all. But normally, there's a mixture for most of us. But then we strive as we get older and we come into adulthood to create a home for our family, to create a perfect home. Much of our long for home is actually a deeper search. It's a search for home within ourselves. We want to find that place of true warmth. But you know, just as we have to come to terms with the fact that our childhood home wasn't perfect, so our search for the home of our dreams can also lead to disappointment. Our marriages can fail, our kids can go off the rails, and the perfect house can fail to truly satisfy. And really the story of the human race is also a search for home, because we were created for home. This was the Garden of Eden. This was the perfect place where life could flourish, where we were in right relationship with creation, we were in right relationship with one another, and it says that God walked in the garden. But then it all went wrong. Humanity was exiled from the garden, and death and disease became a reality. And selfishness and pride and exploitation and violence reared its head. And we became exiles in the world, searching for home. Abraham and Isaac and Jacob were called to bring salvation to the world. They were promised a new land, a home. But they never reached that home. They wandered around, but they never reached that land. And that points to our own reality. Then God helped Israel escape from slavery, uh, and eventually they entered the promised land. And that's a foretaste of the ultimate escape from exile and homecoming for us. And the people began to experience in the promised land a measure of rest and healing, but, but then it all went pear-shaped. They weren't disobedient. They couldn't create home in the land because they continued to choose to disobey, and life became misery. They no longer enjoyed God's blessing, and eventually they were exiled to Babylon, a sign, really, of the human race's exile. But the prophets... Uh, continually describe a return from exile, a return uh, which will mean forgiveness and new birth and even a whole new recreated world. But when the Israelites do return from exile, they're still oppressed by the Romans and they've longed to go home, you know, by the rivers of Babylon. Uh, They wept, they longed to return home, but when they got home, it was a disappointment to them. How can we be brought home? How can we as humans find that place again? And the answer is in Jesus Christ. He was exiled for us. He was born away from home, and he had no home of his own. He was crucified outside the city gate and cast out of the presence of God. Jesus Christ died to bring us home. And he will reconcile all things to himself and bring us back, as it were, to the Garden of Eden, not necessarily literally, but to uh, that place. Jesus' death and resurrection are the ultimate escape from exile. And when Jesus rose from the dead, he literally, he broke the power of death. And he's living a foretaste of the new heaven and new earth that will be ours. The way we live today as Christians in the church is a foretaste 
of what we'll experience fully in the end. We're to be a city on the hill, a foretaste of a future city. When we die, through faith we'll go home to be with the Lord in heaven. But our true home is not a spiritual one, but a new heaven and a new earth in which we will have resurrected bodies. So it says in Colossians that by his death and resurrection, Jesus will reconcile all things to himself and make the world again into the Garden of Eden, the city of God. This is our true home, a renewed earth, a renewed world. The city of God is the city of the Garden of Eden, renewed and restored. And so the cycle of the search for home will ultimately be realized. And when we get there, we'll discover the true home we've been searching for. Bromwin. Where's Bromwin? Where's Bromwin gone? Oh, there we are. <laughs> I told you. So, uh, you're going to get the kids yeah, to tell yeah. us about the pictures. They might still be drawing. That was quick. <laughs> 